Welcome to the GRC Podcast. I want to extend a warm welcome to our three new sponsors for the basketball season. Please support each of our sponsors for their generous support. Their contributions are what enable us to keep providing quality coverage of GRC sports. Our first sponsor is Tree Tech Tree Service. They service Gallatin, Pattonsburg, Albany, Trenton, St. Joe, and the surrounding area with tree trimming, tree removal, insect and disease control, and stump grinding. You can reach Tree Tech Tree Service at 816-215-3975 or find them on Facebook. Our second sponsor is Dungy's Supermarket. Dungy's is a third-generation grocery store started by Albert Dungy in 1963 when he purchased his first store, which was located in old downtown Pattonsburg. Shortly after the purchase, Elbert relocated Dungy's Market to Maysville. In 1987, Robert Dungy, Elbert's son, purchased the store from his father and ran the store for over 30 years. In 2005, Robert and his son, Jeremy, purchased a second location in Gallatin, Missouri, Dungy's Market, where Jeremy and his wife, Ricky, are running the family business. Dungy's has over 13,000 square feet of food options to choose from. Stop by and check out the fresh meat cut daily, or if you're in a hurry, grab a sandwich from their new grab-and-go deli section. Dungy's is located at 401 North Main in downtown Gallatin, Missouri. Check them out on Facebook and go Bulldogs. The third sponsor is Midwest Horizons Marketing Group. Midwest Horizons Marketing Group, passionate marketing experts. After years of working for various media companies, their team has come together to achieve their customers' goals while staying on time and budget. Their process is designed to empower your brand and outfit your business with marketing tools needed to succeed. With over 40 years of experience in all forms of media, specializes in all forms of digital marketing, e-commerce, and static websites. Talk to them today about how they can support your growth, limit your turnover, and put you on a solid track to success and profit. You can reach Amanda Covey at 660-365-0387 or at MidwestHorizons.com. Thank you, everyone, for your support. And here is the GRC Podcast. Hi, this is Jeremy Benson for the GRC Podcast, and this is the GRC Girls Basketball 2022-23 Season Preview. So uh, this season, we have uh, both the uh, GRC West and GRC East, uh, where the coaches uh, sent their picks in for their, um, you know, for their preseason preview. So I'm going to start with the West. Uh for for this, we had St. Joe Christian picked as the number one team uh, with uh, seven first place votes. North Andrew was number two uh, with one first place vote. King City came in at number three. Pattonsburg number four. Worth County number five. Stanbury number six. Albany number seven. And North Andrew Andrew sorry North Harrison at number eight, not North Andrew. Um, so St. Joe Christian is the defending uh, champion of the West. Uh, last year, uh, they went to the GRC championship game, lost to Milan in the championship uh, after defeating Milan the week before. Uh, so they are the pick to to uh, go back to the uh, championship game. Uh, they return uh, pretty much their entire team. There's a couple of uh, role players that didn't go back out this year, uh, but uh, they have their key. They have their core of the team. Uh, Chloe Burnham, uh, Lexi McDaniel, uh, Ella Bowman, really the uh, the uh, keys for that team. Uh, Chloe Burnham, who averaged 18.6 points a game. Uh, Lexi McDaniel, 13.6 points a game. Uh, and, and Ella Bowman at 7.1 points a game. But also, you know, their top defender, 3.4 blocks a game. But also someone who really just defended uh, the other team's um, 
top players uh, also returning. So they are they are definitely a uh, a key team that, that is um, returning this year and expected to uh, to win the conference. North Andrew they they competed. They're returning a lot next year too, uh, including. Um, Briley Brinks, who is their leading scorer, 8.9 points a game. They also return um, their next three uh, leading scorers at Madison Lillard, who was a freshman last year, 8.3, one of the top three-point shooters in the conference. Riley Walker also had 8.3 points a game, and Cassidy Britton at 5.8 points a game. Uh, Cook and Brinks, or Piper Cook, and then also Briley Brinks were among the league leaders in free throw shooting. They're a very good shooting team um, this year. Uh, Madison Lillard was one of the top three-point shooters in the, in the uh, conference uh, last year, and and so they they have a very good uh, solid team that's returning this year. Said King City is the next one uh, in there. They have their top two uh, leading scorers in Zoe Tunks and Taryn uh, Hunter returning. Uh, and they should have a solid team this year too. Uh, Pattonsburg's an interesting pick at number four. They did tie St. Joe Christian at six and one last year uh, in the um, conference. It, it, you know they they actually got out to a big lead against St. Joe Christian last year, and St. Joe Christian had to make a comeback in that game. Um, and so you know they they were uh, you know had a great shot at winning the conference or winning the division last year uh, just in couldn't close St. Joe Christian out, uh, but they do lose a lot of seniors this year. They do have some talent uh, on their roster. Jenna Heath is a, is their uh, four-year starter returning um, this year. They do have some talented sophomores in Caitlin Jones and Kinsley Johnson. Uh, Kelsey Crabtree uh, is a junior this year, a very good athlete. Uh, you might remember her from track uh, is going to be uh, playing for them this year. So they do have some talent on their roster, but they, they are a young team a lot of these uh, players who uh, who are going to be playing sometime they were more role players last year they you know they graduated four seniors and so uh, it's it's a team that's going to be replacing a lot of talent um, after that I would say the next four um, are teams that are that are a lot younger uh, three of them um, worth County the number five pit team and then uh, Albany and North Harrison are three teams that uh, you know really uh, were young teams last year and, and, um, you know, did not have a great seasons last year. Worth County at coming number five, though, they returned probably the most out of, out of all those teams. Uh, and so they're, you know, they're a team that I think is looking to, to really step up, um, you know, a team like, like maybe what St. Joe Christian did last year, where, uh, St. Joe Christian, you know, went <laughs> came from not winning a conference game to, uh, to winning the division, uh, last year and Worth County is, is hoping to, to be a team that, that has a big step like that this year, um, where they were one and six in conference, only two, two wins, uh, overall, uh, but but having Allie Brown uh, seven uh, points a game and Kina still at five uh, points a game, but uh, and also hoping that Kina will be able to play a full season uh, this year. Uh, those two will be the key contributors for, for them. And so and they also have uh, newcomer Riley Ruckman, who is going to be the main ball handler, who is a freshman this year. I think uh, is it going to be able to contribute to the team? And so Worth County is going to be a team that I think is going to. Uh, uh, be able to make a step this year. Stanberry's pick number six. They lost a lot this year. Uh, you know, they graduated uh, Lexi Craig, uh, Sadie Rundy, and Taryn Matson from a team that was really good last year that uh, kind of tailed off at the end of the season. Um, 
you know, going, losing their last two conference uh, game or losing two conference games late in the season and then uh, falling to St. Joe Christian in the district championship game. Uh, but they still had a solid season at 17 and seven last year. But, you know, this is said, they do lose a lot of talent. They do return Amelia Wallace, who averaged 10.4 points a game last year. Um, and Katie Angle and Kylie Madsen, you know, who were con- contributors last year, but they do lose about 70% of their scoring. And so, you know, it's, it's a season that's, that's a lot of unknowns for Stanbury this year. Uh, Albany is the number seven pick for Albany. The big key for them is they're just going to have a lot more players. You know, they, they didn't win a game last year, (coughs) excuse me. And so just being able to have, um, a deeper team, you know, they, they have a lot, a lot of freshmen that are going to be to add to that depth, five freshmen. So, you know, have, having a, having a team where they can actually, um, you know, have 10 players uh, on the team this year is going to be the key for them. Uh, this year and then North Harrison, you know, they, um, they did win seven games last year, uh, but they do lose a couple of key players, uh, this year in, uh, especially in Camden Castleberry, who was their leading scorer. And so they're going to be, uh, rebe- rebuilding a litter- little Jaylee Robbins, uh, is going to be their, uh, leading returning score at 8.3 points a game. So, so that is the, uh, West, um, this, this year. Uh, on the east side, um, the, the uh, top of the east side was definitely a lot closer. Um, the top pick was Princeton. They got only two votes, which was interesting, but they they were came out one point ahead of Polo in the picks. Polo got three votes for first, and South Harrison got three votes for first. But Princeton ended up with 42 points, Polo with 41, and South Harrison for 39. So those are one, two, three, but there's really not much difference between those three. Um, I would say between Princeton Polo and South Harrison, you could argue that any of those three that, you know, would be a, a good pick to win this. But in the fourth spot is Milan and the fifth spot is Trenton. And they were only separated by 1.2. Um, Milan's a big wild card in this too. Uh, Putnam is at number six, Gallatin at number seven, and Maysville's number eight. And so we'll go through each one of these. Uh, Princeton, um, they do lose uh, first-team all-conference Lauren Crone from last year, but they return a very talented Addie Hinky, who was a freshman last year, averaged uh, you know 19 points a game or 19.9 points a game, uh, and she's very talented. Uh, you know the expectations is that she'll probably make a step up, probably average over 20 points a game. Uh, you know, maybe the, the player of the year, even though we don't give a player a year in the conference, but, um, you know, looking to take that mantle this year, um, you know, has a, a good support, uh, team with Grace Kelly and McKenzie Duncan at the guard spots, uh, to help out. And so, you know, they've got a really good team this year at Princeton, but Polo, um, even though they lose Mary Copeland, who was the leading scorer at 14.9, uh, you know, they've, they've got a, um, they've still got some players. Haley Aubrey also exited at 7.3, but, uh, you know, they, they still got Chloe Gilbert, Hannah Vaught, Lily Gentry, uh, who were, uh, solid players for them last year. They've, they've got a deep bench, um, with, with some really good players uh, from last year. So they, they, they lost a, a good amount, but they have a lot of lot returning. And then South Harrison, um, they did not lose very much at all. They, they lost uh, really one player in Emily Miller. 
but they return Hannah Carter. Hannah Carter, 16.8 points a game. Uh, they also have uh, some other players, uh, really key, key bench players, and um, Abigail Malloy at 6.6 .6 points a game, Megan Norris at 4.6. Uh, so, so they have some good key players, but you know the, the offense is going to run through Hannah Carter this year, uh, you know, average 16.8 points a game. Uh, coming in at, um, as I said, at number uh, four is Milan. Uh, and Milan, um, you know, they they lose the who is arguably arguably the best player to play in the GRC, um, maybe ever, may, you know, at least in the in in recent history. Um, in Katie Pauly, you know, K Katie Pauly is going to be a tough player to replace, um, but. You know, one of the things that um, you have with the players that are remaining is they really need to learn how to play without Katie Polly. You know, we'll, we'll see whether they uh, can do that. Uh, you know, they they really relied on Katie Polly a lot. But one of the things I, I really, when I saw them play against Central Christian in the championship game, you know, they played Central Christian twice last year. The first time, um, they St. Joe Christian shut down Katie Polly, and the rest of the players just were not able to do anything uh, to make up for it. But in the second game against St. Joe Christian, um, Katie Polly did get some points, but but the other players really stepped up, and and that was really the difference in the game was when the other players stepped up, and and it, if it wasn't for players like Auburn Cole and Gracie Dixon and, and Avery Pickering, Pickering and those players, they would not have beaten St. Joe Christian in that game. So they do have some potential uh, to, uh, you know, to win, whether it's enough to, um, to, to beat those top three teams. I don't know, but uh, you know, they, they do have some talented players uh, on that team. Trenton is also a very good team. They do lose, uh, they do lose some seniors, especially uh, Chandler Lynch and Morgan King, um, you know, are going to be tough players to lose on this team, but they do return Marina King and Maddie Moore. Uh, Marina King averaged 12.7 points a game. Maddie Moore is a, a, a big presence down low. Uh, and so, you know, they, they have some very talented players. And, and the one thing I'll say about uh, Trenton is their defense. They, you know, no matter who's out on the floor, uh, uh, Cameron Cool coaching, he will have them playing hard and he will have them defending and they're going to be a tough team to score on. Um, Putnam County is at number six. Uh, you know, they do return um, Elise Perkins, uh, who averaged seven points a game, Carly Seaton at six, uh, Adeline Dickerson at five points a game, Jessalyn Knowles at 4.7. So they've got some players, um, you know, who uh, were good, I would say, role players. Um, last year that, that really kind of um, kind of had to grow up because of Claire Tipton getting injured uh, right before Christmas break. Um, I think that, you know, they started learning how to play together uh, late in the season. I think, you know, they ended up win winning 10 games and, and started playing pretty well late. And so I think, you know, they're going to see some improvement this year. They also add Emma Whitlock, who's a, who uh, came from Milan last year. Uh, and so I think she, she could be a key part of this uh, team. Um, Gallatin at number seven, they're an interesting team. Um, they've got a lot of talent, uh, talented athletes and, you know, they struggled early in the season and didn't win a game till late, but, you know, they, they ended up winning four out of their last six, uh, regular season games and, um, and, and started to see some signs of, uh, 
you know, putting some things together. So I see a team that I think can improve this year. Um, you know, that they, they, their coach said that they, they believe they can uh, finish in the top five of the GRC. They were picked to finish seventh, but uh, you know, I think they could surprise some people this year. Uh, they definitely have some talent. You know, this is a team that did really well in the softball field this year. Uh, and so I think they might surprise some people this year and then uh, pick last it, Maysville, I think, you know, they, they definitely did uh, lose uh, a lot. Uh, they were a team that uh, is going to re have to replace five seniors. Uh, it's it's going to be a rebuilding season for uh, Maysville this year. So, you know, it's, it's one where I think they, um, you know, they're going to uh, probably take some lumps this year, uh, but hopefully build build up some talent uh, for the upcoming seasons. Uh, so though, that's kind of the uh, GRC East uh, girls side. Um, I was able to catch up with three of the coaches uh, this season, uh, coach uh, for the preseason, coach Aaron Patrick of St. Joe Christian, uh, coach Terry Hopkins of uh, North Andrew and coach Chad Hurley of Milan. Uh, and I have their interviews uh, coming up. So here are the interviews from those three coaches. I'm here with coach Aaron Patrick of the uh, St. Joe Christian Lions and coach, welcome to the GOC podcast. Thank you, Jeremy. I enjoy coming on and talking with you and everybody in our conference. So, Coach, uh, Chloe Burnham and Lexi McDaniel, they enter the season as your top two returning scorers, the, actually the top two returning scorers in the GRC West. Um, how do you see them as leaders of this team as they both enter their second season of varsity? Well, number one is um, they're smart players. Both girls are extremely smart, understand the game. Uh, even though they are top two scorers, they're extremely unselfish. They're willing to pass the ball uh, to other girls, to each other, um, which helps get us more of a balanced scoring. Uh, but they're also going to be, you know, as a team, all of us are going to be stronger from last year since we had so many underclassmen. So, Hopefully I see him leading in that realm, uh, you know, trying to keep us organized on offense, uh, contribute the ball to other girls, and make us uh, a strong offensive team at, the end of the, at that end of the court. So Ella Bowman last year was one of your top defenders, or maybe probably your top defender last year. Uh, I know that game against uh, Milan, the first game they played him, she really shut down Katie Pauley. You know, a lot of times you put her on a, on one of the team's best players, and and she really would would stop them. Talk about her importance to the team as she enters her senior season. She's critical. She's early senior this year. Critical to us uh, defensively because she's so strong, so athletic. Uh, we 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 put her on her. You know, it wasn't just Katie Pauley. You know, when we played Pattonsburg. It was Webby Bailey. We'd hold her below her scoring average. Or, uh, you know, the last game, uh, districts, we held Lexi. She held Lexi Craig to four points. And, uh, of course, we play, when we played Platte Valley, she held uh, uh, their all-state post girl to eight points and had a five-block and 12-rebound game. So she's extremely important to us defensively. Uh, good rebounder, excellent shot blocker. And, uh, you know, she adds eight points a game. We're hoping maybe she can get ten points a game this season. But she's extreme to the success of our team uh, from a defensive standpoint. 
Uh, talk about some other players you have in your teams, the roles that you see them playing this year. Well, besides Lexi and uh, Chloe at guard, Maya Frudenfall will be our third guard. Maya is uh, came on at the end of the second half and shot the ball extremely well. She played extremely well at sectionals against uh, Platte Valley. Uh, we need her to score uh, both from just a uh, you know, some simple two-foot, sh- uh, ten-foot shots to three-point shots to open it up for Lexi and Chloe. That will be important. Just in mind, an extremely good uh, disciplined uh, defensive player. Uh, the other one will, of course, be J.C. Jorgensen. J.C. is very athletic. Same as Maya. We need her taking, scoring a little more to take the pressure off the other girls. Extremely athletic, good defensive player. Uh, but I'm also excited about our bench. We'll bring Danica Wattenberger off the bench. As a guard, Danica's strong. She's smart. She can finish uh, shots. She, she can drive to the basket. She's athletic. Uh, gives us another option off the bench at the guard play. And then we'll have sophomore Maddie Blevins come in at the post. And I'm excited to see uh, what Maddie can do from us in terms of rebounding and uh, defensively, and you know, needs to score for us inside, and she has that ability to do it and uh, be a good offensive player for us in terms of setting picks. So, I'm looking forward to that depth that we have, and and this might be one of the deepest teams I've ever coached. So, really excited for that. Uh, so, you open up against the Cab this year, like like we mm-hmm. normally do uh, after the Jamboree. And then we'll uh, you'll be defending the Platte Valley Invitational title. Uh, one of the teams there will be Nottaway Valley. They're a team that you will be facing uh, multiple times this year. Probably uh, they're going to be in the Platte Valley Invitational. They're going to be in the Fairfax tournament, and then we'll, and you have a regular season uh, game against them late in the season. They could possibly uh, be a, a district opponent too this year. So it's a team you'll be facing multiple times. Um, you also have a wand on the schedule early. Um, you're going to have a few tough opponents early in the season. Uh, talk about how to prepare this team to, to play some of these tough opponents early in the season and throughout the season. Well, we'll have to look at the strengths that they have. You know, we want to focus on our strengths, working hard to press, push the ball up the court, run our fast break, um, score points, defend. I think we'll be a better defensive team just because we'll be older. Jeremy, and that will be hopefully translate into a better rebounding team, and again, a better defensive team will be more physical because we weren't we won't be as youthful as we were last year. Right. Uh, we'll need to shoot the ball better, but you know those teams give us some matchup problems. They're coached well. When you play a team like Nottaway Valley, they'll return uh, four girls that were freshmen last year. They'll be sophomore starters. Uh, they give us a tough matchup in the post. Uh, they did lose one senior that will was important to them. And of course, Bishop Boban will be a big game over there. They're coached very well. Um, yeah, they lost some players from last year, but they still have the ability to score. They're very disciplined. They run their offense well. And so we've got to be prepared to uh, run our offense, uh, but mainly defensively. We've got to become a better defensive play, defensive team against these two teams in terms of discipline and positioning and First, rebounding and uh, contesting shots to to compete better against those two teams early in the season. 
So everyone returns uh, from last year's district championship team. The expectations are very high this year. How are you approaching this season with, uh, I would say, much higher expectations than, than what the team has really had in the past? Well, we just address it shortly, and then we go to, to work at practice. We, you know, we just tell them this is the expectations are harder. We need to practice harder, number one. Got to learn how to practice hard. If you're a champion, uh, you've learned that. But if you want to advance in the playoffs, uh, you have to learn how to win those games. Fortunately or unfortunately, you know, our matchup last year was against Platte Valley. But actually, it was a good experience to play down at the Pacific Arena against such a good team. And we played well enough to compete with them. We could have shot the ball better, could have broke the press a little better against them. And we could have defended the ball a little better. No, you just take that as experience, and I think that experience helps. And you remind them, if you want to go farther than you did last year, you're going to have to work harder for it uh, and work harder together. So I see that. Um, I see it in them. We're, we know we have the depth. We know we can score points. Uh, we just got to get to a point where we're continuously working harder to get to that point. Well, I thank you for your time, uh, Coach Patrick, and uh, you know, I'll be following the team with uh, a lot of uh, anticipation this year and uh, wish you good luck through uh, this season. Thank you, Jeremy, and I appreciate all you do for the Grand River Conference. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you. I have uh, Coach Chad Hurley on the GRC podcast. Uh, coach Hurley is a coach of the Milan Lady Cats. Uh, Coach, I want to take you back to the GRC championship game last year. Uh, what was your approach coming into that game after a tough loss against the same St. Joe Christian team the week before? <laughs> we wanted to compete because we didn't Hannah compete Brizuela, at all in the first room, one. Will you please call 1412? Um, Hannah Brizuela, please call 1412. Sorry about that. You know, okay. we that was our main thing. I wanted our girls to compete. They just gave us a butt kicking. Um you know, all credit to them. And, and, uh, so I, you know, I didn't even know if we would win or not, but, you know, I thought with Kate having Katie, if we could just compete and stay in the game, then that gives us a chance. But that was our main thing. We wanted to compete a little better. Yeah. So at the end of the half, you know, Katie hit that 75 foot shot at the buzzer at halftime. How big was that for the momentum for your girls? It was everything. Um, I'm, to be down right on, it was everything that, I mean, we'd, we'd kind of taken a lead and then they come back and what was up 10, 12, 13 points or something like that. And, and uh, that was a huge shot just to keep us um, a little bit closer in contact and just for our momentum. It, it was, it was everything. So I know over the past three years, you won the Milan tournament twice. You had three GRC East titles, uh, two district championships, and, and you broke through and won the conference title last year. Um, obviously Katie Pauly was, uh, maybe the best player in conference history. I mean, you could argue about that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could make an argument for her being one of the best players in conference history. What did Katie mean for the program? Well, I mean, she was, she was what really started, um, our Milan Lady Cat basketball rejuvenation here. You know, uh, she, she is what, uh, um, brought that into the forefront, the lady cat basketball, um, people want to see her, want to, people want to be like her. Uh, and you know, people, uh, teammates want to work hard to play with her. So, uh, you know, she meant, meant everything to our program and, and, uh, it's really brought us in the forefront a little bit and, and, 
that's what's going to help us out this year is those kids now uh, it's kind of falls on their shoulders. And I think that, that they see that and they're, they're ready for that now. So, so yes, she was everything for our program. So I'll, I'm going to take you back to the, the championship game last year, but this is not going to be about Katie. It's going to be about the other players a little bit. Cause I know when, uh, you know, I was at both games uh, against St. Joe Christian, the first game, as you said, it was a tough game. And, and a lot of that, I think Katie was trying to do everything in that game to try to win. And, and what really impressed me in the second game is though, although Katie got her points, is that the other players, uh, they, they really were ones that um, were able to contribute in that game. And, and I, think, I think it was because uh, Katie wasn't trying to force it, and, and she, the other players really stepped up in that game. I think it was a key contributor. Um, so talk a little bit about how those other players are really, I would say, going to take on the mantle of a of, of really working post-Katie phase this year. Yeah, you know, we went through that this summer. Um, that was kind of a start of it in that game last year. Um, you know, we'd had some moments in some other games uh, through the season. Um, you know, but that game really helped out a lot. Um, so, but through the summer, um, I think they kind of grabbed, grabbed the reins a little bit, you know what I'm talking about, and, and, and say, hey, yeah, yeah, we can do this. Um, it took us a little while. We played a lot of games this summer, and that was on purpose um, because we wanted to um, get used to not playing with Katie Polly. And, and yeah. by the summer, uh, very pleased. We had some kids really stepping up, and um, I think they've seen that, you know, that uh, we're not going to have a 35-point score. We're not going right. to have that or that. Um, and, but we've got to do it as a committee, you know, we've got to make that 35 points up by, by a group and share the ball and, and don't, don't care who the accolades go to and, and that kind of stuff. So I think they were really seeing that. I was really, really happy with our summer, uh, by the end of it. So you have uh, three returning starters. I'm going to talk with, uh, talk about them first, Auburn Cole, uh, tell me a little bit about Auburn and what you're, uh, expecting for her this year. Well, Auburn's, uh, you know, she's a returning all-conference and an all-district player for us. She's been a two-year starter um, since she moved over here from Maysville. Uh, she's, you know, she had trouble finishing for, you know, for a while, and she had some games where she did finish well. And, um, she's kind of a girl that we're going to lean on a little bit, and I think she's ready to, to take that on. Um, you know, I told her, I said, you could be our leading scorer you start finishing and I think it just kind of opened her eyes a little bit. And then all of a sudden she, she's doing that. She's a good rebounder, um, you know, and she's physical. So she's, she's where we got to start. Uh, our post is where we got to start. We've got some other posts that we're, we're really happy with too. And, and, uh, but she's definitely got to be that leader in, in that role for us. I'll tell you a funny story about Auburn. Um, so her first game back, you know, you said she came from Maysville. Her first game back uh, when Milan played at Maysville, uh, I think it was when when she was coming off the bench uh, or coming off the court to the bench, she went and sat on Maysville's side of the bench uh, yeah, first yeah. and before she came to the Milan side of the bench. Yeah. So it was she was just used to sitting over on that side. And so I thought it was pretty funny when I saw her do that. It, it was, right, uh, right. So, yeah. yeah. We got a, a reminder of that. So we go back to Maysville this year. So we'll have to remind her of that and give her a little, little grief about it. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. I saw that when that happened. I thought, 
you know, it maybe it was just a reaction, a normal reaction. Right. It's like, wait, wait, I'm on the other team this year. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Gracie Dixon uh, is uh, one of your other um, starters this year. Talk a little bit about Gracie and her contribution to the team. Uh, Gracie really came on for us last year. Uh, I was a kid that uh, actually, I think, led us in three-point percentage uh, last year. We just couldn't get her to shoot it enough you know or you know look for a shot more and there were some games she did the Princeton game she was used she hit three of them boom boom mm -hmm. boom and uh, that kind of opened that game up so uh, we're going to expect her uh, a little bit to be looking to for her shot a little more um, and be that kid on the court that's, that's leading us and being a more vocal leader for us because she's been there done that a little bit um, so yeah Gracie's Grace is a good shooter, so we want we want to make sure we're taking advantage of her. And the last uh, returning starter, Avery Pickering, uh, talk a little bit about what her contributions are expected this year. Avery, you know, she's going to be a junior. She played some as a freshman, played quite a bit, and started last year for us as a junior. She's a high energy kid, very athletic. Uh, she's grown a little bit. She's about five ten, real long and lanky. Um, she, great motor, great motor. Sometimes the motor gets her in trouble, but sometimes yeah. the so you kind of got to live with that a little bit. Uh, she wasn't a great scorer last year, um, but, we, you know, we expect her to kind of turn a corner a little bit uh, and be a little bit of a, a score. I mean, we don't need her to score 20 points. Like I told you earlier, right. we, don't, we, we need her to score six, eight, ten points, and that's kind of what we're looking at. And we think that she can do that. She's improved her outside shot a little, and uh, she's, she's kind of spindly, but she's physical for her, her spindliness. So – um, she's, she's going to be a motor force and we got to follow that motor. So who are you expecting to be the, uh, the other starters this year, uh, in addition to those three? Well, you know, I don't know. I told the girls the other day, I said, I don't know who I'm going to start. I said, yeah. I may start this five and the next game. It may be a different five. I said, <laughs> yeah, you may not, you may start and not play very much. It's just going to depend. Cause I, I really believe we have 10 or 12 girls um that can really come in and, and be an impact force um but it may not be every game um we're looking definitely at hallie weaver our other senior guard you know, she was in and out and played some I, she's had a great summer for us um, we need her to take care of the ball and, and uh, get us in stuff and make a few shots here and there um, and play really good defense and uh, she's improved in all those areas so we're looking a lot at her uh, another senior, Emily Menchaca, um, really good shooter. She had a big game against Trenton. Um, I know in the district championship, she had two big threes. Um, and she's a good shooter. Um, so, and she really got to where she could play some defense toward the end of the year, which which I'm happy with. So she's another kid that can come in and give us some good minutes and knock down a few shots. Um, and then we, we got two juniors. Um, and Danica Shepard, she's a post player, played mostly um, JV last year. Strong, physical girl. Uh, probably, uh, if she, you know, if her coach was a little smarter, would have been giving her a few bars to miss last year. Uh, she really started coming on, and, uh, you know, uh, she was, made an all tournament team over to at a small varsity tournament over there in the JV, playing JV. And, uh, so I think she's going to come in and help us be another good sub or if not starting at, at a post. She's only about 5'8", but she is just physically strong, which is great. And then we got a little guard, um, Addison Miller, that I'm really excited about her too. She she played 
same way, played a little bit more JV. Real quick, real fast, can really defend. Um, so that's going to really fit in. She's really worked on her on her shooting. Uh, so that's improved this year. And I think those girls um, will be all a part of the mix uh, for sure. And I know um, there's one name you mentioned uh, to me that it, the, the last name is probably very familiar with Milan fans, uh, Marion Dabney, uh, you know, on the boys' side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she's going to come. She's coming in as a freshman who is – uh, you know, I told you we got rid of a six-footer, but we gained one. I think she's about 6'2 now. She's real long and lanky and athletic, and, and uh, we're excited about her. Um, she can handle ball. She can shoot outside. She's, she's learning to post a little better and uh, get a little more physicalness out of her. But uh, she, she's a kid that's going to be a matchup problem. She can go in and out, and uh, we're, we're, we're really looking forward to her. So, yeah, she's probably the only freshman that will – We'll uh, see any any minutes, and uh, you know we got a few sophomores. Of course, another Polly coming in. Yeah, we played some varsity last year, and uh, you know uh, we're expecting a lot out. She's really put the time in, and Emerson has, and uh, we expect her to be a really really good shooter, and she's improved defensively too. So uh, that's another, and then the, then little Pickering. We got another Pickering that's also grown. So she's about five eight now, so we can really get big with. Yeah. With us being long and lanky, and we got five eight, five nine, five ten, six two, and but you know, and, and long and lo- that long lankiness. So excited about those those girls and um, two other girls, Violet and and Tanya, Violet Gray and Tanya Vasquez. Uh, you know, they didn't see much, if at all, varsity last year, but um, they've really put some time into, and they're going to push um, to get a little bit of time maybe. And, and, uh, you know, they'll probably bounce back and forth varsity JV a little bit at the beginning. And we're excited about our, our group. We really are. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping that we can prove some people wrong. Yeah. I know a, a lot of people maybe look at this and saying, well, Katie's gone, you know, that that's going to be a drop off from Island. Uh, but I, I don't think they realize some of the talent you might have on the team. So, uh, it's they just have been overshadowed a little bit by uh, by right, Katie Pauly right. in the past, but I I'm I'm very intrigued to see how how uh, how your team is going to uh, to play this year. What what are your general expectations uh, for this season? Well, you know I I don't really change my I, we want to play for championships and tournaments. We want to play for championships in our conference, and we yeah. want to you know that that's just I, I think if you if you shortchange that. Um, then, then you don't, you don't have that fire and desire to get in and work. Uh, so I, I always tell the girls every year that that's our goal. I mean, right. We want to play the championship. Once we get to a championship, then, then, you know, let's let the chips fall where they are. But, uh, you know, if we fall short of that, that's all right. You know, sometimes that happens and we can fix stuff and, and work. But I think if we're working towards that all the time, then, uh, that's where we want to be. But, um, you know, I've been trying to drive it in their head. People don't think you're going to be very good. People yeah. don't think you're going to be very good. You know, we're talented enough to be good. And we may, you know, who knows? I don't know where we'll end up. Uh, but I think that we we have the opportunity to surprise some people. And we have the opportunity to get really good. Well, I thank you for your time. And uh, as I said, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing where you are. I'm hoping to make it to a few of your games this year. So uh, yeah, thank you, great. Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
I have Coach Terry Hopkins here. He's the new coach of North Andrew Lady Cardinals. Uh, coach, uh, you're new to North Andrew this year. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and what led you to North Andrew? Uh, yeah, I was first year. Um, it's my 28th year of uh, teaching. Started in Fairfax way back in, I think it was the fall of 95. Uh, was at Fairfax for seven years, been at uh, Savannah, which I'm still teaching at, and I coach softball there as well and track. Okay. Uh, I was head coach there from I believe, 2002 till 2014. And 2014, somewhere around that area, I tried to, uh, or I did drop down to the freshman level and was still involved with it, but gave me a chance to get to my own uh, kids' games as uh, they played for back then. It was uh, still Fairfax. It wasn't East Atchison yet. I so see. Yeah. That, that's kind of why I got out of the head coaching and, and when the North Andrew uh, job opened up, um, I actually live in Maryville, so I drove. I drive right by the school anyway. So I, I see, yeah. Yeah, checked into it a little bit and thought it would be a good fit. So we're going to give it a try. I see. So you're taking over a program that has a lot of returning players coming off of a pretty good season last year. How do you keep that momentum going in the program? Uh I told the seniors when we started this summer, a lot of it was going to fall on them. I wasn't going to come back, come in and reinvent the wheel or anything. And we had a lot of communication that uh, we through that three weeks. I think we got about 17 games in. I was just kind of, kind of rating the players, kind of see what we had. And, and I think we have eight girls coming back that saw a significant varsity time last year. Uh, today was actually the uh, first day that we had everybody at practice because four of the top eight were in cross country and they okay. made it to the state. So so today we it was good last last week for the younger younger girls to get in get get a lot more reps but we kind of basically started over like today was uh, practice number one with everyone but I uh, think we got a good core main thing is really focus on playing together and uh, we're gonna stress defense try to push some tempo a little bit. I know when uh, you uh, sent some notes to me, it sounded like you had a great summer. How important was the summer program with this being your first year as the coach? I was probably one of the most important ones I've had since, well, when I got out of college and started at Fairfax and then left in 02 and went to Savannah. So this is on my third school in 28 years. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a lot of it getting off on the right foot, uh, making the connections and building relationships with the players, just kind of know what to expect from me and just trying to, I was trying to learn personalities and, so uh, we can we continued to grow, focus a lot more on defense this summer because I, I figure they'd forget anything we worked on off <laughs> yeah. over the summer. So we uh, didn't focus on that too much. Kind of went with what they kind of already knew, and um, we just basically it was a lot more just getting to know each other this summer. I see. So you had three girls that made all conference at some level last season. Uh, first, Briley Brinks. She was your leading scorer last year. Uh, she was first team all conference. Uh, as far as the returning players in GRC West, uh, she's up there with that duel at St. Joe Christian. Uh, talk to me about the importance of Briley for this team. Yeah, Briley uh, is we're going to probably go as she goes. Uh, we're going to, we've worked on this summer a lot, uh, cause we know she's going to draw a lot of attention and so driving to the hoop, uh, not being afraid to, uh, 
trust some of her other players when she draws two or three people making the kick out. So in the long term, it'll make make it easier on her, but she has to learns to find that uh, correct dump off pass and then know she'll get the ball back. And I think as a, a team wise, if we can spread the scoring out a little bit, it's going to help everybody. I think she'll still be up there in scoring, but uh, her leadership on offense and then uh, what I've watched on film all summer, uh, when she gets after it on defense, she's going to be a key on both ends of the floor for us. And then Madison Lillard, she had a breakout season as a freshman last year. Uh, she, was, she was second overall in three-point shooting last year. Uh, when you have Katie Pauly as the leader in three-point shooting, second in the conference is pretty dang good. Uh, she could really take over some games from the outside. I was at a game last year where she just, she just couldn't miss. Uh, what are you seeing from Madison as she moves into her sophomore year? I uh, know she uh, worked a lot on this year, taking the ball to the hoop, because I believe toward the second half of the season, she was uh, seeing a lot of a lot of teams wanting to face guard her. Uh, she wasn't going inside maybe as much as mm-hmm. I'm going to have her. And I believe she's grown grown some this summer. So we're, we're not going to be afraid to post her up. Yeah. Uh, she's going to have to work on some post moves, just not, just not be a, a three-point shooter, but um with our inside game with the the Walker sisters and then Cassidy Britton and then with those two guards we have uh Autumn uh Raznick who played some for him last year off the bench then Ellie Lawrence be a sophomore who played some I, I think we uh should be pretty solid on offense and I, I hope we'll be uh fairly well balanced and you talked about the Walker sisters. Uh, talk about their leadership uh, for this team. Well, today was uh, Reagan's first day at practice, and Riley uh, was uh, busy with FCCLA and spent most of the summer in New York. So I haven't really seen them both together until today, but they're both vocal leaders, uh, very positive on the floor, and you can just tell, or I can tell with seeing them both that the team really looks up for, up to them. And that'll be key for me, for me to uh, communicate with those two as being leaders. So it's the rest of the team's just not hearing the words from my mouth, but right. having some uh, leaders of, the, of their own peers uh, following suit. Well, that's good. So what are your expectations for this upcoming season? Well, I think just like, Everyone else in the area, we hope to uh, compete for a conference championship as that'll be the first one that comes up and then be in a position to uh, play in the district championship and and hopefully move on. Well, I, I know there's uh, some uh, high expectations for the team. You have a lot of uh, returning players this year. You had a good season last year, and I wish you lots of luck this season. All right. I appreciate it, and thanks for all the coverage you do in Northwest Missouri. Well, thank you, Coach.